Today is Monday, November 20th, 2023. Welcome to the program. What the heck just happened at OpenAI and ChatGPT over the weekend? It was crazy. The US leading indicator is pointing to a mild recession. We have another Canadian COVID scandal emerging. The list of companies suspending advertising on X is growing. And move over, baby boomers, the Gen Zs are coming. Let's get started with today's news. There was a lot of drama this past weekend when uh, the board of directors over at OpenAI announced that they had fired the CEO, Sam Altman. And he's generally credited with being the driving force behind this amazing growth that we've seen in the artificial intelligence space um, this past year. There's a lot of intrigue about what happened and what brought this on. But as part of the announcement, the board had said that Altman was not consistently candid in his communications and that they'd lost confidence in his ability to lead the company. And that basically means that they thought he'd been lying to them, or at a minimum that he'd not been fully open uh, with the board. Well, it sure didn't take him long to find a new job. Microsoft uh, CEO Satya Nadella, he announced on Sunday that he has hired Altman. He also added that he's uh, hired a fellow co-founder uh, of OpenAI, Greg Brockman, who'd also be joining uh, the new venture. And Microsoft currently has a 49% stake roughly um, in OpenAI. So this is really uh, interesting how this is developing. Um, in light of this announcement, there are apparently hundreds of employees over at OpenAI uh, that uh, around 500 or so from, from what I read that have signed a letter and they're demanding that the uh, board of directors resign. And if they don't, they're going to be leaving and joining the new venture over at Microsoft. And according to the letter, uh, Microsoft is actually assured that any employees who wanted to have jobs alongside Altman would be able to move over. But at the time that I'm recording this video, I've looked and I haven't seen anything that says Microsoft has confirmed that they would uh, hire all the employees. But certainly, I'm sure they'd be welcome to uh, taking at least uh, a number of the key employees uh, from OpenAI. The signatories of this letter, they include uh, Mira Marathi, who was named as the interim CEO, and also Chief Operating Officer Brad Lightcap. The conference board leading economic index was updated this morning and it fell uh, in the U.S. by 0.8% in October. That is now at 103.9. Um, analysts had been predicting a slightly milder drop of 0 0.7, uh, which is the same number that we saw back in September. So this number, this indicator, it measures the key elements that point towards peaks and troughs um, in the business cycle. Um, the various Metrics are then summarized with an attempt to sort of show a, a common turning point um, in the uh, economy. This is interesting. The decline in October was the 19th month in a row that the index has now dropped. And the last time that this happened was during the great financial crisis uh, running from 2007 through to 2009. In a summary statement, the board said, the conference board expects elevated inflation, high interest rates, and contracting consumer spending due to depleting pandemic saving and mandatory student loan repayments to tip the U.S. economy into a very short recession. In the past, this indicator has generally been a pretty reliable indicator of economic downturns, and this now uh, points to a recession, albeit, as you're saying, it sounds like a pretty mild one sometime in 2024. That said, the same indicator pointed to a recession in 2023. Here we are, November 20th so far. That has not happened. One of the things that's really difficult for new investors is just to get the confidence that you need to get started to make investment decisions. Um, even taking those first steps uh, can be pretty scary. Um, I find that people often feel alone. They don't know where to turn to share ideas. 
as an investment advisor, which I did most of my career, um, for many years, I was part of a group that we had to bounce ideas off one another. And even though we were all trained in the profession, we still, it was good to have that group to bounce ideas off. So if it sounds like you're kind of in a situation where uh, you're a little bit scared to get going, um, have a look at the social app Blossom. There are currently over 65,000 members across Canada who share ideas, thoughts, strategies. This just might give you uh, some confidence, some support uh, as you move along in your own investment journey. The app is free. Go ahead, download it, sign up. If you're interested in keeping track of my portfolio, my trades, my username on the platform is Mark B, so M-A-R-C-B. Keep up to date on what I'm doing. Hope to see you on Blossom. If you subscribe to our online newsletter, which is called Pulse, you will have read over the weekend that the Chair of Sustainable Development Technology Canada is resigning in the wake of a conflict of interest breach and inappropriate funding investigation. Annette Verschuren, she has uh, said that she will resign from the organization um, as of December 1st. And this is because the ethics commissioner has launched a probe into a role that she played in providing $38 million in relief funding during the pandemic one of the companies that received apparently $217,000 was a company that she leads as the chief executive. Um, from what I've been able to determine, there's no immediate evidence that anything she did was wrong with the actual payment, but it's widely felt that, uh, felt that as chair uh, and CEO of the company, she should have, she should have at least uh, recuse herself um, from voting. Now, the SDTC, this is a federal nonprofit organization that provides funding to Canada's early stage clean tech sector. Um, since 2001, it has granted $1.6 billion into the industry. Um, as you might expect, uh, Ms. Vershuren, she disputes the accusations and she said in a statement, while I have faithfully and fully committed myself and my decision-making to serve the organization's best interests, it is time for me to step aside. The investigation was originally triggered by a whistleblower allegation uh, that accused current and former employees um, of the organization of both this inappropriate funding and of breaches of uh, conflict of interest rules. As a result of this investigation, all funding has currently been suspended, and this includes companies that were in the process of having funding lined up. So this obviously can cause some unintended and collateral damage in those situations. According to a list put out by Media Matters for America, the list of companies that are pulling ads from the X platform is growing quite quickly. Uh, a ton of companies you may have heard uh, have announced over the weekend that they're going to be suspending all advertising on X um, after uh, owner Elon Musk, he endorsed an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory that had been placed on the platform alongside um, the ads from these companies. Um, as of uh, today, the list includes IBM, Lionsgate Entertainment, Apple, Disney, Warner Brothers Discovery, Paramount Global, NBC Universal, Comcast, and Sony. So some really big names here with some pretty big um, advertising budgets. In response to this, Musk has threatened that he'll file what is called a thermonuclear lawsuit uh, against the nonprofit Media Matters after it, it brought this um, this light uh, this issue to light. At the time I'm filming this video, no lawsuit has been filed. According to a report by Glassdoor Economic Research, in early 2024, so just a few months from now, um, the number of full-time Gen Z workers in the U.S. is going to surpass the number of baby boomers that are currently um, in the workforce. And you know, baby boomers made up the largest share of the U.S. workforce, obviously, from uh, the late 70s up until around 2012. That spot was then taken over by the Gen Xers, and these are the, the contingent that were born between 1965 and 1980. Um, that group, their top reign was pretty short-lived. Millennials took over that top spot um, in 2018. 
And uh, Gen Zers. This is the group that was born between 1997 till around 2012 are now set to take over. Um, I don't have the equivalent numbers. I haven't seen a report for here in Canada, but there's no doubt to me that we're seeing a similar shift. Uh, we're going to be seeing a whole raft of baby boomers that are going to be retiring in the next number of years. And this is um, going to in increase the pace of this shift in the demographic of the workforce. I guess the big issue here now is how this is going to affect the labor markets. And my suspicion is that it's only going to make things worse as you know the number of workers coming on stream just aren't enough to fully replace the baby boomers uh, as that group retires. According to a Stats Canada report, between 2016 and 2021, there were more than 1.4 million Canadians who um, uh, were in the demographic group of 55 or older. And in 2021, 20% uh, of the working age Canadians were aged 55 to 64. Coming up later this week, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, we have Canada's latest inflation numbers that are coming out. Currently, that number is at 3.8%. The consensus is uh, for a, a lowering to 3.2. We also have earnings tomorrow from NVIDIA and from Lowe's. I'll be watching those. George Weston also reports tomorrow. On Thursday this week, keep in mind the U.S. markets, they'll be closed for Thanksgiving. And then on Friday, they will be open, but they will close early at 1 o'clock Eastern time. Also on Friday, we will see Canada's budget balance numbers are released. If you're not subscribed to the channel, I invite you to do that now. We come up with this report on Mondays and Wednesdays. I will also put a link to our investing academy. That will be in the description of this video below. Thanks for watching this video. I look forward to seeing you in a couple of days.